0: Warning, some things in our podcast may not be suitable for everyone. We talk about cults and murders, and due to the nature of our podcast, may use harsh language at times. Viewers discretion is advised. And also, we can't pronounce anything. Hi guys and welcome to Cults and Crime, a true crime podcast that covers cults, crime, and everything in between. I'm Jamie. And I'm Nicole. And we're your hosts and we're so happy to be here are we though i need to go outside (laughs) says the girl who has an essential job who has been going outside every day this week yeah it's just different well it's different because you're going outside to work you're not going outside to have fun or like see friends yeah exactly but you know it's been holding me together is it true crime because it's been true crime for me it's true crime (laughs) yay okay so guys this week we are coming a crime episode cynical What are we covering? I'm ready. I'm excited. Tell me something I don't know. Well, we will be covering the case of Lysianne Dion and Chris Kramer. So I'm doing a two-for-one deal for you, Jamie. Guys, this is a rare two-for-one true crime podcast special. Get it why it's hot. Lissian Dion and Chris Kramer are actually two Dutch students. Have chosen to travel abroad to Panama for about six weeks. So this... Treat was a celebration because Lucien had recently graduated with a degree in applied science, which must not have been easy. Yeah, you go, girl. Science degrees are no joke. Yeah, right? And then I'm sure you're wondering, why Panama? I guess they wanted to learn Spanish, and they also wanted to do some volunteering with some children as well. Oh my gosh, could you be any more of an overachiever? Hey, I'm going on vacation, but I want to learn Spanish, and I'll volunteer while I'm there. Right? Agreed. So they had left their homes on March 15th, 2014, and they had definitely made it safely to Panama. They spent their first two weeks relaxing, taking in the sights, trying to get one with the culture. They loved it. But after the two weeks, they had to go to, it's called, and I know that I'm usually not the one to have issues with pronunciations, but they went to a small town called Persetti. And they met up with the host family, who they were planning on staying with for the duration of their stay. So on the 1st of April, they left the host family's house. Rather early, I would say. Um, They had plans to go on a hike. But that's something that was a little weird. So I wanted to point this out. And I don't know what it has to do with anything, maybe nothing. But they had plans to go on a hike the next day. And this hike was going to be ran by a tour guide. So I'm not 100% sure why they decided to do two hikes when, you know, again, they had it, someone who spoke the language, who knew where to go. It, it just strikes me as odd. Like maybe they just wanted to do like a little light exploring and then the next day they were going to do like a really big hike with a tour guide, you know? Yeah. Uh, so from my understanding, it's the same hike. That is odd. Why are you going to do the hikes two days in a row? Exactly. And why pay someone if you could just do it on your own for free? Like you're a college student, you don't have that kind of money. True. So the girls had stopped for lunch and they had actually met up with these two Dutch guys. Um so these guys are s- someone that they're pretty comfortable with. They had already gone to the beach together, they had met up for a party, they had several photos of them taken together, you know, so you know somebody they're comfortable with, and after they had met up for lunch, that's when they set out to do their hike. So the hike is, so the hike was to Bur- the Bureau Volcano, and they had taken along with them their host family's dog, Jamie, named Blue. Who, oh, so by the way, Blue he was, he was a little husky. Oh, a little. So guys, Nicole's dog is a husky, and he's a little. He's a chunker. And her favorite joke in the whole world is, he's just a little husky. (laughs) It's cute every time. Is it, though? Is it? Yes, it is. Pics of Ranger on the Instagram soon to come. Soon to come. (laughs) But yeah, I really did scream when I thought I was a husky. And, you know, as it was getting dark out, the dog returned home. But he was all alone, Jamie. There was no sign of Lucienne or Chris. The host family was immediately concerned and they started trying to get a hold of Lysiane's mom. And at that point, Lysiane's mom had started trying to get a hold of Lysiane as well, sending her text messages and trying to phone call her, but nothing. And the host family did kind of try to rationalize this. You know, these are two grown adults, they don't have a curfew, they don't have to necessarily tell them where they're going. Yeah, but these sound like responsible girls. They wouldn't just let a dog go by itself. And say, hey, he'll figure out how to get home soon. Well, like, can we talk about how smart this dog is? <laughs> Take you took it itself so home. So smart. But yeah, the dog... So they kind of just left... Like, kind of left it at that, really. Until the very next morning at 8 a.m., the tour guide that was supposed to guide the girls on that same exact hike showed up to meet with the girls. But they weren't home yet. They had not returned. Which... That started to concern the tour guide. And at this point, he'd even reached out to Lucien's mom and asked if he knew where the da- her daughter was. To which she replied, she's in Panama. <laughs> but, like, where in Panama? Yeah, like, that's a big area, girl. Exactly. Well, not that her mom knew, but you know. But it wasn't even until 7.30 at night that the host family had reported the two girls missing. which. To me, it's like they've been missing for over a day now. I can't imagine waiting that long. I don't don't know what I couldn't find it in my research why they decided to wait till 730 at night to inform the police. I get it. Maybe they were like, hey, they're adults. We want to we don't want to be too nosy into their business. You know, I don't want to make them look bad to their mom. I don't want to freak anyone out. But Two days is quite a bit for a room you're paying for. Maybe they thought they met someone. Oh, maybe that's a good that's a good point. But the, so the police, the very following day after that, had set out to search the area where the girls were said to be hiking. Um, now this is a smaller town. The search parties themselves are pretty small themselves. It was basically mostly locals with some indigenous population as well. But. They could not find a single trace of the girls were ever on that hike. They decided to inform both Luciana and Chris's parents, who had immediately hopped on flights, and they brought with them Dutch police and detectives, and they even brought their own search dogs. And upon arrival, they set out to do their very own search of the hiking trail, which lasted Jamie a total of 10 days how extensive was this hiking trail you know what i mean like how many times did they go up and down it in those 10 days well this is a pretty strenuous hike like this is it was a pretty strenuous hike and this is not in you know our backyards you know this is not my park down the street this is a walk to an active volcano you know so it wasn't for the light of heart and the hike itself actually went through some pretty dense jungle. But even then with the search dogs and 10 days worth of searching, they didn't see a single trace. And it wasn't until 10 weeks later that an indigenous couple had found Liseana's backpack. Was it close to the hiking trail? Uh, Well, okay, so no, but yes. Uh, So the backpack was found in the same jungle that the girls were hiking, but... It wasn't anywhere near the trail, Jamie. It was nowhere near where the girls were supposed to be. So So they just decided to go off the trail hiking? Possibly. You know, it's it's kind of weird to say because... So the couple that found the backpack had actually found it along the riverbank in, um, it's called Alto or Moro, sorry, um... But she had found the backpack and then turned it immediately into police, and she had said that there was absolutely no way that it had been there before, the day before. It just, it's just something weird. This, so this case itself, and I should have probably stated this earlier before getting started, it's odd, to say the least. So, when the police got a hold of the backpack, Lissiana. They went inside and they started searching, of course. They found $84 cash, Lysiana's passport, a pair of sunglasses, both the girls' cell phones, and Lysiana's camera and their bikinis. So all these items were in really good condition, considering the humidity, the backpacks being found near the river, and supposedly being left out to the elements and the jungle's numerous, you know, animal inhabitants it looked almost untouched Jamie it was yeah you know I saw the photos and the backpack looks like it might have she might have just dropped it two seconds ago it's it's eerie to say the least almost like someone planted it there almost like someone planted it yeah that's you know it's right next to the river and it has cell phones it has a camera all of those are still working and so the police have started combing through and looking for clues um one of the girls so On the girls' cell phones, it was found that they had actually made several attempts to call emergency services, Jamie. Do you know what emergency services they tried to call? Emergency rescue, medical, fire? What did they call? Who were they calling? So they've made two separate calls, or they'd called two separate numbers. Um, The first one was 112, which... Is the emergency service for Panama, but they also called nine one one as well, and this was a little confused by I guess they have two separate emergency numbers, but they couldn't get through to either one of them uh I guess there was just no cell phone service where they were at, but i i guess I was always raised to think that like your phone's worked, you could still dial nine one one and emergency services numbers, even if you don't have cell phone service, but I guess oh. I'm wrong. So that, how that works is that if there is service in the area, it will just jump on that network. But this is the middle of a jungle. It very possibly could have been that there was no network at all out there. Oh, okay. That, yeah, that does make sense. <laughs> but uh, yeah, well, the, the calls to the emergency services lasted several days. However, the calls never went through, like I stated, um, except for one call. But they only got through for a second before it got lost. That would have been terrifying. Can you imagine you're sitting there trying to call, trying to call for days? No, I really couldn't. The, so the phone also showed that Lissiana's phone died April 5th at 6 p.m. Then, while Chris's phone was periodically turned on, I'm assuming to check for signal, um, a signal. On the 6th of April, Chris's phone was turned back on and a bunch of wrong passcodes were entered trying to unlock the phone. And then it was turned off again. Then the phone was periodically turned off and on, but whoever did it was never able to get into her phone. Then the very last time it was turned on was April 11th, which is just 11 days after the girls went missing. Then the turnoff was final. So. This is one of the things that people look at when they're looking at this case. Uh, some people do say that she they're just a missing person that it got lost in the jungle. Others say something happened to them. Obviously, Chris would know her own cell phone password, and she'd probably give it to Lucienne as well. But think, what if she's delirious? She hasn't eaten or drank anything for days. That's enough to make anyone fumble when they're putting a password in. Yeah, but you would get it eventually. They tried dozens of times to get into the phone without being able to. Well, okay, think about, like, when you're really drunk. How many times does it take you to try your password before it locks you out? Honestly, I don't know. (laughs) You know, I've seen, like, myself included, people try and get locked out and try and get locked out and try and get locked out. So, if you're delirious or you drank something that you shouldn't have drank... Like it's kind of feasible that she'd put the wrong password in. Yeah, and I could definitely see that. Um, so they also looked at Lisiana's camera. So the camera itself had a total of 90 photos. And the photos started out, you know, pretty much how you expect somebody on vacation. Pictures of them at the beach, pictures of them on their hikes, smiling, waving. And then it turned into these photos that give that makes me kind of you know shrivel up it's really really odd um so these photos were all taken with flash in the dark on april 8th between the time of 1 a.m and 4 p.m or 4 a.m excuse me i'm assuming it was set in a timer because the photos were taken two minutes apart so there's a couple theories as to why these photos were taken in the first place some people speculate that they were using the flash to kind of light their way so they could walk but jamie have you ever had somebody flash a camera in your face and take a picture of you when it's dark outside yeah and weren't you temporarily blinded yeah your eyes try to adjust but they can't but you're not going to be pointing the camera at yourself to take these well these aren't the way to me i never said it was taken at them I know. So, but like, how would it blind them then, Nicole? Because it's a flash and it's completely dark outside. And it would have definitely blind them. Not if you're facing away from you. Okay. Like, it's not the best way of seeing for sure, though. Like, that's not a good I don't way know. I just a momentary flash of light. If like, it's dark, to me, it's just like the same thing with a room. If your room's dark out and there's, your parent turns your light on and it's going to be bright and it's going to make you kind of shy away. It's the same principle, except it's pitch black and all of a sudden it's super bright out. It would still be hard for your eyes to adjust and the flash lasts for a half a second. Yeah, no, that's like, that's 100% not a good way of trying to find your way in the dark. I think we both agree on that one. Yeah. And so another idea that the flashes are supposed to scare off a lurking animal or that they were trying to alert a search team or somebody nearby, which I could see more plausible than that for oh yeah sure. trying to alert someone that makes way more sense or an animal this is the jungle, and there are definitely a lot of animals out there mm-hmm. um so there was also the idea that the photos were taken for a specific reason the photos did have a pattern to it it would be one photo up close and then three facing upwards into the sky and they'd go back and forth and back and forth but that doesn't really explain why the photos were being taken in the first place. So these photos are basically of nothing. They're pictures of the sky, so it's pitch black, and there's a picture of the ground, and then there's a picture of the sky, and then a picture of the ground, and it's completely dark. There was one photo of the back of Chris's head, but other than that, the photos doesn't seem to be taken anywhere in particular. Or for any reason in particular. So the police after finding the backpack set out on another search. But this time they searched the area where the backpack was found. And they turned up quite a few things. They found a pair of Chris's shorts. But Jamie, get this. They were neatly folded on a rock. Like she was going to go take a bath or something like she's trying to wash her. was there a river nearby yeah she's you want them what yeah this is near there this is near the uh, river yeah so like maybe she's trying to wash off and took but why just her shorts where's her where's her <laughs> where's her and where's the rest of her clothes so she's trying to wash off yeah right and two months after they found a pair of her shorts on the rock they found a boot but this boot had an entire human foot inside of it oh my god that escalated uh, very quickly. I did not see that one coming. I'm like, oh cool, they found a boot on the same rock? Nope, she fa- they found a foot. They found a foot that happened to have a boot on it. Thank you. And right next to the boot was a pelvic bone. So after their search was completed, they found a total of 33 bones belonging to both Chris and Lysiana. Because of the translation issues, I can't say for sure if they were found all close together or more scattered miles apart. Uh, I've heard both people when I was doing the research, so I wanted to give you both options. Um, 28 of the bones themselves were from Lysiana's left foot, and the pelvic bone was determined to be Chris's. So this is when things get a little odd, Jamie. So once again, I can't stress this enough, this is when things get odd? Every odd case you cover, at some point you're like, this is when things get odd, but things have been way odd for many a minutes. Many, many a minutes had things been odd in this case. All right, be prepared. (laughs) So Lysiana's bones still had, sorry, so Lysiana's bones still had flesh still attached when Chris's bones were picked completely clean and bleached. So this is odd because they weren't out for a super long time. And there should not have been bleaching at all. But then considering Lysiana's bones were, and then Lysiana's bones weren't bleached, but her and Chris were, I'm assuming, together, or at least suffering from the same elements. Bleaching bones is done by lye, which isn't something that's found in Panama's soil at all. Um, this is actually used by the drug cartel to speed up decomposition. So this led to a lot of people to speculate that some foul play was involved. Well, can't bones also get bleached by the sun? Yeah, but if Chris's bones were bleached, why wouldn't Luciana's? They're basically in two separate states of decomposition. Yeah, that is really odd. So the bones themselves were not found in a super highly populated area. Uh, it was Actually, a full day's trip away from where the girls were supposed to be hiking. And then to get into some, de- you know, some detail, like this is the jungle. Dehydration plays a large role, as well as the girls didn't have anything but a single bottle of water in their backpack. How did they survive for multiple days and hike over a day's trip from where they were supposed to go? And I assume they survived multiple days because of the phone being turned off and on, but... Your body can only survive three days without water and 21 days without food. And you would think that humidity would help with de- dehydration, but it actually makes things a lot worse. So it's just bizarre to me. Like, how did these girls that aren't master survivalists last that long? And then what happened to their bones? What happened well, to Chris's bones? Well, you said there's rivers and stuff, so maybe they drank water from that source. Yeah, but that would be highly polluted. Did they find anything? Did they do a toxicology report all do you know? So, Panama's police will not release any of the records. So we have no idea how they actually died. Yeah, so we have no idea if maybe they drank something in a river that was not great. Exactly. We'd, yeah, we have no idea. So, do you want to hear my theory, Jamie? I would love to. So when I first started researching this, you know, I, hear, I heard drug cartel and those two Dutch guys that I mentioned earlier in the story are being all part of this. But I honestly think they just got lost. I think Chris died first and Lysiana had attempted to use her cell phone to try to get help. And that's where the multiple attempts to get in with the wrong passcode happened from. Desperately trying to get help. I can't say why the bones are, how the bones are bleached. I can't say how they ended so far away, but to me, well, it really does seem like just a case of missing hikers. Well, I can explain how the bones got separated animal scavenging. There wasn't any... There was no sign that animals had touched the bones. Cause there yeah, would be some kind of the soft tissue. Yeah, but there would be some kind of gnaw marks on the teeth, um, on the bones from the teeth. It depends on the animal. Yeah, but like if you like if one of them would have landed in like an anthill or something. Yeah, but that seems a little far. Neither one of the girls had anything saying the animals had touched the bones. I thought you said they didn't release the reports. This is something that they talked about. Okay they didn't um they didn't re- they did not release what happened as in their bodies so they didn't i don't know i can't remember what it's called see that's the one thing i don't believe in this whole case about them. it's like if they were just missing hikers that died in the forest one how did the th- soft tissue dissipate from the body so quickly without animal activity well that's where the lie would come in i believe and like i said you know lissiana had she still had flesh on her bones but Chris didn't, and that Chris had the bleach bones as well. It just seemed it so don't get me wrong. this is a very weird story, and things are definitely creepy, but there's really no proof other than things being weird. Well, you said that it was done by a lie, right, and lie is not something that's found in that area, yeah, exactly. So how would have how would that have happened so to me? That's something that like that's that's what bugs me. There has been so much you know money put into researching how bodies decompose, and it's hard to believe that they said it was lie, but there's no lie around, and like they got it wrong. Yeah, and I totally get that. Well, it, again, this is it's weird, but. Is it enough to make it a cold case? I don't know. They well, still haven't been to I'm going to have find. to disagree with you. I'm going to go cartel on this one. All right. Well, why don't we have our other Colts and crime fans DM us or email us and let us know what you think. And yeah, if guys. there's something that I'm just not seeing, please enlighten me. But that's all I have for you today. And next week, Jamie is going to have something really special for you guys. We'll be back with a new episode next week. Bye. Bye, guys. Stay safe.